Hello, hello. You are listening to Out and About in Canada. This is Glenn. And this is Gerald. And this is Juliana. Hello, everybody. Hello. So we're we're here again this week. We are here again this week. And we have something to do every week for people who are listening to us. Right around this uh, time, or a single time. We have... Um, hey, hold on, hold on. Did we say... Do we remind our listeners what our Instagram is? Our Instagram is out and about in Canada. <laughs> outandabout.ca yeah that, that was right outandabout.ca it's fun our Instagram is actually kind of nice we it have is. pictures on it yeah we post like once a week yeah, well, <laughs> that's because our show is once a week yeah is, does coincidence that help? does that help us Co- with our attraction I, I didn't know if I was allowed to post other things and I mean I, I don't know whether people want to see other pictures of things because I mean Glenn does interesting things in his lives Not Juliana really. does really interesting does. things in her life I'm trying anyway and I look at pictures of Juliana and Glenn on the internet a lot you could so, you could story that, that right put that on Instagram <laughs> a reaction reaction yeah, yeah Gerald's <laughs> reaction to our week I you know story on Instagram. That's when there you have a very short video clip, mm-hmm. like seven or eight seconds. Or Felt something. cute. Instagram will delete. Right. I have no idea why people do that, like why they do the story. Like I like why. There like, are some people who only look at stories and don't look at their actual feed, and then there are people who do the opposite. Yeah. If you don't look at your feed, then you're going to be hungry. So, folks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I don't get the story thing. I don't. Okay. And it, I mean, it disappears. And the whole point of Instagram is to be able to sit at home alone in the dark or scrolling over friends' Instagrams it just and believing that you content. have a life too. <laughs> <laughs> Where if it disappears, it's like, just like my friends, they disappear too. Hmm. Are you okay? Do I'm we fine. need to talk about this? Yeah, I, feel, I feel like uh, that was like an invite to talk. Ger- Gerald, how right. was your week? No, it's did good. You, did you spend time with any friends? Well, no. And my husband and they I are preparing for Valentine's Day tomorrow. Ooh. <laughs> any plans? We, bi- big plans. Big plans because... Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> Why are you Beavis and Buttheading over there? <laughs> Glenn is Glenn is dreaming of a bald cap. What, what's what's your reaction to? What's, no, no, just va- it's Valentine's Day. We are and dreaming it's, it's of like, Valentine's Day. Okay, are you? We are, and this is this w- is what about like really? Like, so this is our 29th Valentine's Day together. Aww. Aww. That that actually that's and that's last cute. weekend we were out with some friends for dinner and somebody said, well, you know, because we've been together a long time, what do you guys do for Valentine's? And my husband, whose name is Shig, um, said uh, very quickly and very comfortably, oh yeah, he never does anything I do everything for Valentine's Day <laughs> so hold on is that, is that the truth well and I said no that's not oh yeah maybe it is true um, okay so what does he have planned what he does is he usually brings home a cake and usually something I really like and uh, flowers so I said well this year I'm do so I'm making um, I'm making a steak tomorrow with a nice vegetable medley and then I've gotten some flowers which I'm actually picking up on the way home tonight and uh, yeah, okay surprise yeah. shig well, he's picking up flowers he'll be asleep when I get home because it's after eight and you know what elderly homosexuals are like shig just just send us a message and make sure he, we, we'll make sure he gets the right flowers <laughs> shig only listens to this show and podcast over and over and over again oh uh, what a chore he likes Instagram. to listen to you say words. No, he likes to listen to you. Oh, thanks. Hi, Juliana. He likes to listen to Juliana. Nice. <gasps> You've got a fan. So oh, what my you, God. So guys, what, are you guys, what are you guys doing for Valentine's Day? I'm single. Same. That, that <laughs> you see, love yourself. I am. I'm going to Austin. I'm taking off. I need some, like, sunshine and heat. Yeah, sunshine so I'm, I'm, I'm and lollipops. Uh, yeah. And rainbows. Out. And rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> so I bring the rainbow. You're in Austin tomorrow? Yeah. Are you yeah. going to keep it weird? Off. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. You got it. It's not Austin. that weird. Austin's boring. What? It is boring. Like, no. I've, I've been once before. Yep. I had a blast. Yep. Well, then again, it was a music festival. Right. Um, music festival's fine. Yeah. The rest of the time, Austin's no, boring. No, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, you know, being out on, what's that lake that's really a river, let's be honest? It's and winter, then, like, the it's bad thing. It's not cold. What are you talking about? It's like 20 degrees every day. It's chilly. Here it is, which is why I'm not going to be here. I was in Austin around New Year's. It was chilly. and New like, Year's and February are different in the South. Yeah, but it was just like, eh. And Austin, I found Austin. And we stayed on 6th, which I think is their main sort of entertainment music street. And it was just boring. It was just, it was fun watching. This is going to sound very odd. It was fun watching people sort of party really, really hard. <laughs> 
to see because they have these renter scooter things mm -hmm. and these kids were all going into these jumping things and this is gonna it sounds awful but it was fun watching these incredibly drunk really happy energetic kids fall off their scooters while they're trying to jump over things no you know i get that it was I very get that. that was entertaining but for the most part it was just yeah it's just like you know it's not really a fun city okay so i don't care that it's Valentine's Day, so, you know, whatever. I'm just going to enjoy myself. Are you going to go to the state capitol and do a tour? Yeah. That, I, love, I love that. doing That's that. That's really nice. I'm, I love doing that. I, I went to the Presidential Library of London, Lyndon, Lyndon B. B. Johnson, Johnson, right? And I'm going to go back. I, I, I learned so much. Yeah. It's considered the best uh, presidential library in the United States. Really? Well, yeah. Are there a lot yeah. of presidential libraries? Yeah, they Is that a thing? There's 44. Do, oh, 44. No, but like, they, all, they each they get their own library? One? Yeah, pretty much. They all have one. That's right? a thing? Yeah. Oh, that's I mean, cool. they sometimes they close up because nobody cares. Ronald Reagan, for example, famously, his library wouldn't take government money. Money. Isn't it Good. in like LA or in something? Like, yeah. Oh, that's awkward. But he wouldn't take money. His library wouldn't take money to stand up for his principles. Yeah, now they do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what happens to principles? Yeah, yeah, they, um, they go out the out the window. But yeah, I mean Austin, and I mean the, the Bullock Museum, the history of Texas Museum that's in there, and some beautiful art galleries in. in I'm gonna Austin, go to a but, gay bar. But essentially, the gay bars are. Um, worth visiting oh. in <laughs> Austin. Thanks. All right. Awesome. Sweet. Uh, we'll get some recommendations it, off air. Off, so off you're air finding, so you're going like, to Austin to find a Valentine. No, I'm <laughs> to not. find yourself. No. Oh, find myself. Um, enjoy. Find yourself a Valentine. No, no, that is not, <laughs> that's not what's happening at all. I wonder when you check into a hotel on Valentine's Day alone, I wonder if all the clerks kind of look at you and go, Oh no! I'm go I'm going with a friend, so it's like I'm not gonna. Oh, get so they're the, gonna be the, like, like mm -hmm. separate mm -hmm. rooms, uh, separate beds, but same room, same room, separate beds. What kind of friend is this, Glenn? Just a friend. I see. Is there? It a... There was for for the record, there was no wink or anything. Just a friend. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Just a friend. Yeah. Someone you. It work was a with, subtextual perhaps? wink. Uh, same industry, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Does is he aware that you are a. Uh, but a homosexual. A homosexual. Yes. 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 Is he a homosexual? Yes. I see. Would we'll so be two homosexuals. <laughs> an interesting sharing oh, a hotel room. Interesting and story if they didn't know and then they go to Austin. I should have said nothing. <laughs> well, enjoy your pulled pork, my friend. Hey. And uh, Juliana, what's up for you for the old Valentine's Day? I'm going home after work and I'm going to bed early and sleeping in the next day. That's so romantic. And that then awesome. February 15th, I'm going to get that discount chocolate. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go get myself some Reese's. Watch out, Shoppers Drug Mart. Juliana. Clean you on the out. Way. Yep. So your plan is to go home early no, and hibernate. My plan is to is to sleep early. To go sleep home early. after work. My normal why? time. Why? 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 Because I'm plan? tired. <laughs> it's been a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been a long week. Yeah. My manager is on vacation, so I've been taking on her responsibilities as well as oh, my so own. So you're doing so two just, jobs and getting paid for one. I'm doing. A job and a half, because there's two mm, of me right. there, so we split. I, yeah. We split her. I think all things. managers listening should be aware that you should not take time off because your employees find it difficult. Mm -hmm. um, keep working. Where's your <laughs> never rest? Okay, okay. I sure. used to be a manager, and I took that to heart. So don't, don't do that. Take time for yourselves, you guys. <laughs> um, well, that's wonderful. I think that you're both. Both of you are having excellent Valentine's plan. I think not so. sad at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but don't you find Valentine's oh. such a contrived? Okay. Do you know what? Fake? Do you know what? what? I'm. Good. I'm going to use this as an opportunity to, uh, like, segue, Ooh, segue into what's coming up in our next segment. What's coming up in what's our next coming segment? coming up is we have uh, uh, Nonla Band in studio with us, and uh, their album is coming out tomorrow. <gasps> yes. Much like you are coming out in Austin. Uh, yeah, sure. Hey. And, it's, and anyways, it's, it's kind of Valentine's Day-ish themed. You know, it's called, the album's called Not in Love. So there's a, there's a sub theme. Uh, yeah, there's there's I think it's more than a sub theme yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Not in love. Not not in love. That I mean, is same. like the best Valentine song in the world. It, it's it's an entire album. Oh my gosh. The yes. entire album is yes. the best song. That's a commitment. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a commitment to not being in love. Yes, it is. It is. I think there's a story there. Anyways, we'll hear it after the break. Uh we I'm going to throw on a song and this is uh, actually one of the singles off of the album so far. This is Your Man.
you are listening to uh, Out and About in Canada on CFRO 100.5 FM. That was Your Man by Nonla. And DJ has joined us in studio. Welcome to the show, DJ. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you very much for coming in. So uh, tell us a little bit about Nonla. Um, Nonla is my solo project. I've been kind of like active in the Vancouver music scene for the past eight-ish years, I think. Um, but I've always just kind of been uh, doing other parts in bands. Like I would play, I was playing bass for a while for other bands, and I would drum and play guitar here and there. But uh, this is like the first time that I have like my own project that it's like that I do all the songwriting and I play all the instruments in. Um, and yeah, uh, so it's my first solo album that I'm uh, that I've made, and I'm releasing it tomorrow. Yeah, and it's just 10 pop songs. Um, I wrote half the album in Taiwan uh, when I was living there in 2018, uh, and then I finished it when I came back in 2019 and recorded it in the summer, and yeah, it's getting released tomorrow. Very cool. So the, the uh, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of just inferring that there's like a... a, a, a you called it, what, a subtext there, Juliana? I don't remember the word I said, but sure. Yeah, so you know you're releasing it on sub Valentine's story, Day. I think the sub story, <laughs> you know, so you know releasing it on Valentine's Day, not in love. What is is there a story there? Is is, is there a theme? Mm, it wasn't deliberate, really. I I when I moved to Taiwan, I uh, was really bored and had a lot of free time there, so I just went on a lot of Tinder and Grinder dates, and then uh, wrote songs about those dates and the people that I was meeting there, um, and then so most of the album the songs are about like dating and crushing and whatever and uh so the ha album just happened to be yeah like a, a lot about that and then um uh albums typically get released on fridays and this year valentine's happens to be land on a friday so then uh my friend um tim who own who uh his label is kingfish or blues he was the one who suggested it. He's like, oh, no, seems perfect that uh, Valentine's Day is on Friday and all these songs are about love, so we should just release this album on Valentine's Day. So that's kind of how it happened. It, it wasn't deliberate or anything. It seems really like meticulously planned out, but it, it wasn't. So you didn't go on Tinder with the idea of, uh, hey, <laughs> you're going to be a song buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. And on your website are the songs are paired with Tinder profiles? Do they have the So credits? we can see who. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Is each date credited in the song? <laughs> <laughs> what did you move to Taiwan for? What were you doing over there? Um, I was just... Uh, I was in university for like seven years and I was just so tired of doing that and I needed to just like change my life somehow and I and um, yeah I decided to just move to Taiwan for a bit um, just to like study Mandarin and like have new experiences. Was yeah. it good? It was super good. Taiwan is super fun. Uh, Taipei is so fun and like so gay so it's like a really good fun time. Yeah, I I went to learn Mandarin, and I think, like, the best way for me to learn, uh, or the quickest way for me to learn Mandarin was when I was on, like, Tinder and Grindr and messaging people in Mandarin. I was, like, and I was, like, learning how to use all, like, the, like, the gay slang and stuff. All the dirty phrases. Yeah, it was great. That's how you sound like a... A local. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. totally. Because they'll teach you the important words right away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, no thank you. <laughs> um, that's fantastic. So what was it, like, y why did you, was it being in Taiwan that made you sort of decide to start your own project? Um, or was there something else that sort of generated this split from working with others? Right. Uh, well, first, Nanla was a duo, and it was like kind of like a hardcore, queercore band where I was on bass and screaming, and my friend was on drums. And then she got kind of busy um, to be in a got too busy to be in a band, so it kind of just stopped. And uh, eventually, when I moved to Taiwan and I started writing jams again, uh, I eventually had enough songs where I was like, I can have an album with this collection of songs. And I remember, uh, I, re I just really liked the name Nanla because was, that was the name when it was a queer core band. And I wanted to keep the name. So I just, 
yeah, applied it to these. Do you want to explain to our listeners what the word nonla means? Uh, uh, nonla is just the Vietnamese word for um, the like conical hat. That iconic sort of Vietnamese yeah. straw hat that is in like a triangle shape. Yeah, totally. Um, uh, when I thought of the name, um, there there was that like controversy around that band Viet Cong, and people were not happy with that band name uh, because it was just like four straights as white guys um, with that band name, and then. Um, in some interview they were like yeah we just thought it was really like badass that like when we watch those like war films um those like the Viet Cong would wear um rice paddy hats and I was just like they're not rice paddy hats <laughs> and um I was like they're non-les so that I thought it would be funny to just call a band name non um but um I, that controversy was like so many years ago that people don't even really remember it but I still really like the band name so I kept it that's a great name for a band, I think. Thank like, you. I mean, I mean, if you were like, I mean, if I started a band, I would probably call it Ball Cap or Fedora. <laughs> Not Fedora. I haven't, I haven't seen you in a Fedora or Mouse Ears. Um, no, I don't. I don't. I wear a ball cap. I wear a ball cap. I've worn fedoras before. They're sexy. Do There's you a connotation behind them <laughs> right now, though. Do you do you wear do you wear this is a dumb question because I know I mean if you say answer yes it's going to be super <laughs> so do you often wear an online around um I wear it if please it's like say yes please say yes at, <laughs> at the beach they're actually really good at yeah like um they're really good at like shading you from the sun mm-hmm. yeah so yeah everyone just wears them in Vietnam all the time because there's it's so hot and sunny there. That's amazing. Are you are you uh, ethnically Vietnamese? Are you? Yeah, I'm Chinese, Vietnamese, Taiwanese. Did you did you live in Vietnam? Uh, I never lived there, but I go at least once a year, once every two years, just because mm-hmm. I have family that still lives there. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Um, and does that influence your music at all? Um, not necessarily. Uh, I do love this Taiwanese. Um, pop singer named Teresa Tang and I think her music kind of inspires me I just melodically I think she she all her songs are just really like pop forward and the melodies are super catchy yeah cool so how, how do you go from like a queer core kind of like almost screamo yeah screamo to uh to, to this project i got tired of screaming <laughs> it's so tired you like i every time uh when nonla was a queer core project i would just uh yeah one one minute into a song i'd be like covered in sweat and it wasn't cute and um now that i'm not playing queer core i i barely sweat and it's very cute <laughs> I think that more bands should take that approach to their music. How cute do I look when I sing this? Because I know the Rolling Stones started that way, and then they started to change. I mean, that's, that's most of pop right now, so. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. So what happens when you release an album? Like, uh, I don't I don't know very much about music. I know that it uh, comes from the air somewhere. Um, so what happens when you release an album? Um, I, I don't know too much. I let my friend who runs the record label deal with it. Um, yeah, when I chose to release a single, I just messaged him being like, hey, this is going to be a single, so put it out there and let people like listen to it on Spotify and stuff. I'm, I am, yeah, I don't know how it happens. I don't know how it works, but it just does and it's nice. Um, so all I know is that it the album yeah will be like available on like all like online like streaming services and stuff uh tomorrow we got the records we're getting like actual vinyl records <gasps> and they were pressed today so they will be available in stores and um i have another friend who also does like a tape record label or tape label and he's been working on that too so it's kind of been nice to have other people deal with things so I can just focus on the show that's happening on Saturday you said it'll be available in stores as in not a brick and mortar store I guess hold hold on hold on did you say cassette tape yeah speaking of comeback comeback yeah Yeah. I need to get myself a tape tape player okay now again important where will be will people be able to get oh yeah just like online or um like local record stores will have it in actual physical stores oh yes yeah 
Yeah. This sounds so retro. I love it. <laughs> and if you so Google Nonla, um, if find you Google it. Nonla Music, um, yes. it'll come up with uh, Nonla uh, Bandcamp. Yeah. Um, is the website, and you can order um, either the digital download, or you can actually order the um, the pressed vinyl. Yeah. Uh, if, by the way, if it, just to our listeners, if you just Google Non La, you will find a lot of information about Vietnamese hats. <laughs> 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 Which you know, learn about them. Right. Why not? And you're going to yeah. think, well, yeah. that doesn't look musical, but in <laughs> fact, it might be. Um, so if you do that, so what 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 prompted you? What wh- where is your music coming from? Um, you went from. Um, uh, screaming, which I understand is a genre of music, <laughs> to to this. What is it? What is it that sort of gets you in the whole? What What is it that motivates you for music? Uh, I don't know. I I just like in terms of the music that I the style that I write now, or just in general. How just in general? Like um, you've been in doing music. You've mentioned about seven years. You were you were playing in different bands. Yeah. Right? And then so what's 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 your what sparked you to get into the music business? Um, I just love music. I love playing music. Um, yeah, I remember just being like five or six years old and just like uh, getting like me and my sister buying or like our parents buying for us like the first like Spice Girl CD and that was like my first introduction to music and just being like, this is amazing and like seeing like people like perform on stage. I, was, I just remember just being like. I want to perform on stage, and then um, I've, I've always wanted to perform, perform on stage since being young, and then uh, once my sister picked up guitar when she was 14, I was 12, um, the, and I was just kind of, like, amazed by it, and I was like, oh, if I play guitar, that'll, like, give me, like, a way to, like, get on stage somewhere eventually to play music. Um, yeah, so I picked up guitar and then like soon after that I picked up drums yeah are your parents musical did like was your you mentioned your sister uh my sister is musical my dad can play a bit of the guitar but besides that not really I like the idea that you told us that you were inspired at a young age by the Spice Girls and then you followed it up with I want um, <laughs> that's sort of where we go. Um, that's fantastic. Now, and then, do you, is this what your profession is now, and this is what you're pursuing full-time? Um, no. I, <laughs> I like, work a day job, and uh, I do music, and then I also do um, stand-up comedy. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, yeah. Not too often. We we might yeah. put you on the spot now. Ooh, oh give no! Us a do you do you write music for stand up comedy? Uh, at first I um I've been doing stand up comedy for about like a bit over a year now, and at first I only wanted to do regular stand up because uh, I was just like, oh, everyone's gonna expect me to do musical comedy to sing funny songs, and I wanted to really like keep it separate. I wanted to have my like songs be kind of like like serious music and then my stand-up to be funny but then eventually a friend um uh was producing a show and she was like I w- uh yeah yeah two wait no okay yeah i had two friends who were <laughs> take no. your time there's no pressure <laughs> so i friend and they were like i'm producing a show and um it's gonna be musical comedy, so I want all the performers to perform music that's funny. So, eventually, so I I said yes, and then after it was like, it was really easy. It was really like comfortable for me to to write it. It was, and it's not as easy for me to write regular stand up. Mm-hmm. So I thought, eventually, I was, I just did it more and more, and now I'm in the scene I'm kind of more known for doing musical comedy now and less for regular stand-up writing jokes for stand-up is really hard it's really hard um I don't do it that often um yeah just cause it's, it's also really time consuming to hit up open mics like all the time and to see if a joke will work and land and I don't I yeah, at least for the past couple months, I've just been focusing on releasing this album. Right. Yeah. So uh, we'll take a quick break here, and uh, we'll play another one of the singles uh, off of the upcoming album. Uh, this is Come On. Do you think of last week when it was not so bleak? You told me that whatever was that been in between us could 
forget our past Cause maybe this could last Let's get my best return back to whenever I felt like I had nothing It feels so much better Than with all those others You're changing everything I thought I knew about being alone So come on, come on and tell me it's okay So come on, come on That was Come On by Non Law. Welcome back. This is Out and About in Canada on CFRO 100.5 FM. We're in studio with DJ. Hello. Hi. Uh, so tell us a little bit about uh, about that song. Is it is it about someone? <laughs> um. Yeah. It was just like about like um someone I was seeing for like a short little like month basically, and um uh it was just like. Mm, I don't know, it was just, like, me being, like, melodramatic the moment he, like, decided to end things. Um, and I, yeah, I don't know, there's there's hand claps in it. I, I really like when songs have hand claps, and I built that entire song around hand claps because I want people to clap along with it when I play it live. So far it hasn't <laughs> happened, but I'm hoping it eventually will. Well, you, you know what you have to do. It's just like any uh, any band, the way there's someone who's playing like an instrument, they'll stop and go, they'll clap. Yeah. People pick up and then they'll go back to playing. I, um, I don't uh, play guitar while we play that song live. I don't play until the guitar solo. And there have been moments where I have been tempted to try to clap to get like the crowd to do it. But I would just feel so like embarrassed if literally no one clapped along with me like that would be the worst case scenario so i haven't been brave enough to do it yet but maybe i will this I have Saturday. A plan get some plant some people that's true there you go oh that's really a there good idea go. i was gonna say julianna's an actress um yeah. hire her to be on stage <laughs> i will be, be your most clapper, <laughs> clapper. <laughs> yeah that's does, does the hand clapping roll come with like you know manicure beforehand and you know afterhand yeah. beforehand <laughs> both hands <laughs> both, both all hands. the hands uh yeah uh do you know what i think we have uh failed to tell our listeners a little bit about uh the show that you have coming up oh uh yeah um uh, the Saturday at Redgate Art Society, that's 1965 Main Street. Um, there's just going to be a album release party for this record. Uh, it's going to be on Saturday and not tomorrow, Friday, Valentine's Day, because I figured people would be busy tomorrow. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's going to be on Saturday uh, with bands Kylie V, Nice Apple, and Guppy, and it's going to end at midnight, and then it's just going to be like DJ's fun dance party after, and all the profits are going to go to the uh, Unistaran, um Legal Fund. Cool. We've played Kylie V on this show a couple times, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yep. Kylie yeah. V is so good. Yeah. Um, they're going to have a full band with them, and I'm just so excited. I think we need to get Kylie V on the show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Should. Yes. What we can do is we can actually um, ask DJ to introduce us. Ooh. DJ, so on awesome. Saturday. Set it up. So we can... He can Set it he, up. He can be our Tinder. <laughs> he can be our tinder, lighting the, the flame that grows and grows. Oh, thanks, Gerald. That was can, a great can, people get, can people get tickets uh, after the war or online for the, uh, the event on Saturday night? Um, because it's uh, because it's essentially a fundraiser now, it's just going to be uh, entry by donation. Oh, great. Yeah. And what time does it start? It starts at... 
I think eight. You know what? <laughs> it's, it's a great time to start anything. Yeah. So, and if you show up and it doesn't look like it started, then you could probably, you know, go have a beer or a burger somewhere yeah. around there. Because uh, it's up on Main Street. Yeah. Red Gate on Main Street. Yeah. That's the new location, right? Yeah. yeah. It used to be on Hastings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trying to just, mentally just, picture it. It used to be just around the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It yeah. used to be... Um, the, the location that it's at now it used to be fan art and leisure. Right, right. So just like second, third? Yeah. Main and main third? And third? And fourth. Something, something like that? Somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah. Times. Okay, we are. Uh, we have one more song off of the album that we are allowed to play. Allowed? <laughs> well, you know, you've, only, you've only given us three. Yeah. That's true. So Stream it all right now. Yeah. The rest is will be available, I think, at midnight. Wow. So everyone's just going to have to wait another four hours and yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Hang tight. Hang tight. Do you perform live uh, often under uh, with uh, uh, your band? Um, I do. Uh, we perform, um, I guess right now it probably averages out to be like about once or twice a month. And um, uh, I get... Um, a couple of my friends to play back up for when we play live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where are you performing? Like mostly just in the Vancouver area or are you heading out anywhere? Ooh, Kona tours? I've considered playing, um, maybe doing a West Coast tour, but I'm also just like really tired. Um, <laughs> going on tours, you often have to like sleep on the floors of like dirty punk homes and I just like... I'm almost 30, and I just, like, don't think I have it in me to, like, sleep on the floor in strangers' homes anymore. Um, yeah, because I... I I'm sorry, I sleep on the floor of dirty punk homes. It just sounds like the title of a song. <laughs> that does. Ooh, jot it down. inspired to be an album. <laughs> yeah, so I, I... We'll see. I might play, like, maybe, like, a Seattle show or Portland show, but um, there are no plans to tour yet, just because people have work and stuff and right. it's hard to arrange schedules and yeah it's it's really gnarly to just like drive for hours and hours and just like go to punk homes <laughs> specifically the dirty ones yeah the, the, like they're all so dirty like like <laughs> i think yeah on my last tour I, I literally slept on the floor like next to a cat litter box and um I was just like, I, I can't do this anymore. Mm. I, I can't do it. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll see. <laughs> well, I'm I'm on the other side of almost thirty. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm closer to double that. And last summer, I did a tour show of myself in Western Canada, and we did uh, 68 performances in like nine cities or something. Oh, wow. And the um, very very generous people put me up. Yeah. And. Um, one was um, a bedroom that um, was the the woman would come into the bedroom at eight in the morning and sit unclothed at her dressing table oh, wow. and put on her makeup and things. And she said, "I'm." The, she said, "You're gay, right?" And I said, "Yes." And she says, "Oh, then you won't mind." Oh, <laughs> so, like the first morning, it was kind of uncomfortable. And then I said, "You don't. I won't mind this." And I was sleeping on the floor because that's mm. what she had in her room. And I said, "As long as you don't mind the fact that I'm just going to continue sleeping while you do that," she goes, "No problem at all." So it worked. But I did think when you said your experiences, it's like, hmm, I'm. I'm fully appreciative of the fact that you don't want a tour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It involves certain sacrifices. Yeah, absolutely. Surprise naked ladies. <laughs> yeah, it was like, and she was a very nice person. And I, I mean, it really wasn't a problem, but it was just sort of like, I wondered if I was straight, which would be like, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, the, the fun experience. She asked after she came in naked. The first time, yeah, she did. Her house, her rules. It was like, you yeah, know. and uh, yeah. like that's what people do. You don't look like uh, DJ. You don't look like you have a dirty punk house yourself. I don't. Are you aspiring to have a dirty <laughs> punk house? No, Would that be a goal in your life, uh, in your musical career? No, I, I. I I'm, yeah, I don't know. I've we've me and my like friends who I'm in bands with. We've uh, we've all kind of played a game where we once all trying to figure out like what dogs we all were, and 
I was described as like a fancy show poodle. <laughs> um, and I think it's because I like specifically don't want to sleep on floors of punk homes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A fancy show poodle. The next album. <laughs> uh, so one of the things that we're always trying to do on the show is find other great up-and-coming uh, queer Canadian artists. Uh, who would you recommend? Um, who who are some of your favorites? Uh, and it's one thing that we're we're discovering is that Vancouver's got uh, a really uh, cool burgeoning underground scene, and uh, we're we're finding lots of cool artists. Yeah, um, I'm trying to. Oh, that's uh, Kylie V. <laughs> Kylie V is really good. Um, uh, one of my favorite bands um, is Pale Red, and they're. Uh, kind of from here um there's really really good uh other uh devours is really good oh uh, yeah yeah we um, played devours yeah he's many alive. times yes many times um yeah devours is so good jeff's the best um I'm trying to think of other ones uh there's uh there's not that many I guess. Oh, Anybody's is really good. I tried to get them for my release show, but they unfortunately couldn't play it. But they're really good, too. Yeah. Good. We've written these all down. We have. <laughs> yes, we have. Because we're conscientious people we are. who care about our listeners and expanding their horizons. <laughs> yes, yes, mostly Gerald's horizons. <laughs> it's not like we don't have an audio record of what was said. Yeah, yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> um, and, and who are some of your... Uh, you know, inspirations, would, would you say? Because, I don't know if it's like, queer uh, pop is, like, there are some names in that genre. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, there are. Um, uh, are. Wait, inspirations that are queer or just well, in general? Well, in general. In general. Um, okay, I guess an inspiration that is queer is Tegan and Sarah. Ah, uh, yes. Um, mm -hmm. Love, love them. I've grown up listening to them, um so much they are just the best uh slater kinney is also really good um another queer artist that i really like is shun that's s-s-i-o-n uh he's from kansas city and he makes just like fun dancey pop music uh what else i also really like like I grew up really liking like the White Stripes and Yayas and uh, yeah, I, I've I was been trying to collect like a list of people that I really like, um, and this is most of it so far. <laughs> yeah, they're all really good. And I'm really excited to expand my own <laughs> musical library right now. Yeah, so uh, the, the the third of the singles, well, not necessarily chronologically, but just chronologically for this show, I guess, uh, the third single of yours that we're going to play is Light in My Loafers. Tell us a little bit about that song. Um, I just think it's really, I think, like, to be light in the loafers is just, like, such a funny saying. <laughs> um, so I just, I kind of just, like, wrote a song kind of, um, uh, I just wanted a song to be called Light of My Loafers, so that whole song is just built around that phrase, because I think it's just, um, I don't know, I think it's like a really creative way to kind of like derogatory describe like a gay man. There's, um, a, whole, there's a whole list of those, if you read through them, you're just like, uh, hmm? Yeah, people get so um, creative, and I just really like Light of My Loafers, um, uh. and I just wanted to like kind of like reclaim it in a way. Yeah, uh, Gerald doesn't remember this, but we played it two <laughs> weeks ago, and you were really bopping in your seat. I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> and many people have described me as light in my loafers, so <laughs> I'm rather pleased. Uh, here is Nanla Band with Light in My Loafers. I feel a little Till daylight 
and you're listening to Out and About in Canada on CFRO 100.5 FM. That was late in my loafers. DJ, Gerald has a question for you. That was a good song. Thank you. I, I really like that song. I, my musical tastes, uh, well, let me just say, Glenn has introduced me to a lot of music that I hadn't realized was music. <laughs> um, so I really expand. I listen, I follow now people on Instagram mm-hmm. whom I didn't know. Who, who's your favorite? Lil Nas X. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> just see his like, recent drop. I just love it. Um, yes! <laughs> um, but I was curious, especially with this song, Light in My Loafers, which of course is an old queer reference. How does being queer like affect you and how does it sort of play out in your creative side and inspiration? Um, uh, and, well, my experiences just fully inform the way I write music, so, I, I, so in that way, that's how (laughs) being queer affects my music, because I'm just, like, saying about, like, dating guys, and, um, yeah. Was Uh, Was there, was there ever any hesitation to use the pronouns? Because, uh, like, th- there are queer artists out there who, who, like, skate around pronouns like you would not believe. Oh, right. Yeah, totally. Um, no, I always fully intending, intended on using um, pronouns to, like, uh, to kind of, like... No, yeah. No. <laughs> make it clear. <laughs> yeah, I've always wanted to make it clear um, that it was queer. Um, just because... Uh, yeah, I... I, I think um, even though I do love Tegan and Sarah for like the first like for most of their career actually they um, kind of like skirted around using pronouns uh, and f- I kind of just wanted I I remember as a kid or, or like a teen kind of being like I wanting them to like use pronouns to like make it just like really like um, just like extra queer uh just because they really, um, yeah, just, like, craved representation uh, in the music that I was consuming. And there were bands that I, like, or just, like, yeah, bands and artists that, even though I didn't really necessarily love their entire discography, I would show up to their shows and watch them just because I really wanted to support queer artists. Like, um, we were just talking about Rufus Rainway. Um, I don't... I love, like, a couple of his songs, but I'm not... A huge fan, but every time he came to Vancouver, I came to his shows and watched him play live. And um, they're just other artists like that where I don't necessarily love their music, but because I just like craved representation and wanted to see more queer people on stage, I would support them and their music. So I w- it was important for me, um, yeah, to not skirt around pronouns and to make this project just like unapologetically queer. That's fantastic. I love the fact that you would go to see artists who you nece- weren't necessarily a big fan of their music, but because they're queer, you went to support them. Yeah, um, it was just important to me. I, this is a... How do you feel... Uh, I ran across something today. Somebody made a reference to me and asked me if I was straight acting, which that <gasps> phrase just... Like, that to me is such an old phrase. Totally. Uh, and it just seemed like such an such an odd thing to be brought up and to hear it nowadays in a serious way. Yeah. <clears throat> How do you feel about the idea that um, queer artists, like if you, I saw Woofus Wainwright, whose name I can never pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw Woofus Wainwright in Osaka in, in a hall of about 40 people, very tiny, yeah. and um, mostly Japanese in the audience, who had no idea he was uh, gay. Yeah. Um, and he didn't come across as gay. He didn't mention things. He told little stories about his life, and none of them represented that way. And I was, I wasn't surprised because I've I've seen that before. Um, but how does it, how does it how does it feel being an artist? Do you feel that it's important for people to know that you're uh, a gay man, that you're a queer artist? I would want them to know, just because. Uh I, um, yeah, just because representation does matter, and um, there still isn't enough of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about, um, this is something that I find really important in my life, is that I want straight people to know I'm gay. Uh, or, as I like to rephrase it, an elderly homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like, I want, I don't want 
people to misunderstand who I am. Yeah. Um, when you, I like the idea that representation is important. That that people who are following you, um, you know, young gay people, yeah. will see themselves in you on stage. Yeah. What about um, straight fans? Uh, is that important to have that to have that representation as well? That that there's queer artists out here who are capable of doing good things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, as a, as a perfect French poodle, that was a great answer. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, I think it is important to represent, to be, to be visible on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that phrase, straight acting, it's like, do you seriously think I'm straight acting? Um, do you think I'm acting about anything? Um, that's really cool. Interesting. So the album drops tomorrow. People can pick it up at uh, Non La uh, Bandcamp. Yeah. Um, so you can Google Non La um, in um, uh, and add the word music or band because otherwise you'll get that hat yeah. representation. Which, by the way, they're lovely to wear. <laughs> and uh, then also you're um, going to be performing live. You're having your um, album release party uh, Saturday night. Yeah. At Red Gate. Yeah. And the address is? 1965 Main Street. 1965, I remember 1965. <laughs> uh, 1965 Main Street. Um, so around 2nd and Main. Um, and that happens Saturday night, probably at around 8. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. And where can people find you on social? Um, on Twitter and Instagram, I'm at band. Perfect. Wow. <laughs> Did your parents name you Nonla? <laughs> we went over that. Okay. Uh, that was good. Well, thank, thank you very much for coming in, DJ. Thanks for uh, having me. It's, it's been a pleasure, and uh, looking forward to hearing the rest of the album at, at midnight. Yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> Set your timers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Light in your loafers. <laughs> <laughs> Gerald. It's like know. a flashlight in your pocket, but they mean different things. <laughs> What? what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll I, go through the list. We'll now. go through the list one day. Yeah, yeah no, no. Like, tell me, what are the, what are the others? Like, I can find you the older, list. Yeah, yeah. Older. Find the list. Uh, uh, he's a boy who wears cashmere sweaters. What? I mean, what does that mean? There's that? the there's the classic well-known friend of Dorothy. Yeah, yeah, that one I know. That right. I, I don't get. But uh, um, I remember you know. my parents saying. Oh, well, oh hold on. He, Renee Zellweger got uh, the Oscar for. Uh, Best actress Judy. for Judy. Judy. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. Those uh, what of you else? Who don't know do is about Judy Garland. Um, yes, Judy Garland. She was a singer. Mm-hmm. Well before your time. Um, just a little. Well, I'll find it. Yeah. yeah. The, so this list of like queer <coughs> euphemisms or like you know, just like low-key gay names. Is that what this is? Mm-hmm. Just it's it's when you say, oh you know he's um this 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 wink wink. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> it's it, like, I, oh, that guy? Oh, he's he's, he's a, a little, confirmed he's a bachelor. Confirmed yeah, that's another bachelor. one. Yeah, bachelor. there we go. That's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, yeah, for I think like it's for I think lesbians. I think people would say that that like she's a friend of Ellen. I think that was. Is, is that like a new Pro, thing? Really? I think right. so. Uh-huh. Oh man, I can't find it. I will find it one, one day. I'll find it. Okay, sure thing. Well, today is not that day. Okay, maybe. Anyways, this has been out and about in Canada <laughs> on CFRO 100.5 FM. Uh, we'll we'll talk to you next week. See you next week. Yeah. Bye.